Taz Show action for you guys on this uh, lovely Tuesday, uh, February 6th, 2016. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's good. Uh, la, 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 la. Just got done doing Taz and the Moose. And as you can tell from my voice, or maybe you're watching or listening, I don't know what you're doing. I'm a little under the weather. I was under the weather yesterday also. Just um, got this uh, upper respiratory sickness, cold, flu Jones problem is, for all you guys listening to the podcast of this sort of live gimmick, either watching it, there's no cough button. So the show I just did on CBS Sports Radio, Taz and the Moose, there is a cough button. Yes. Uh, on this show, there's not. So when there's no cough button and you have a sick cold, no, Seth, you can look at me all you want. There is no cough button here. Um, that's the old studio in Midtown. Okay. Seth is pointing. No, no cough button? Uh, maybe you are correct. Let's test it. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that. All right, I'm going to say one, two, three, four, cough, and then I will hit the button. One, two, three, four, cough. And I should have talked. All right, there we go. I think we're good. All right, cough button works. So everything I said about the cough button, I lied. We have one. Uh, I did not realize that. Seth, you know your studio, and you suck. All right, so welcome <laughs> uh, to the Taz Show, everyone. Yeah. So um, thank you for downloading this edition of the show if you're listening to the podcast <laughs> version. Thank you for doing that at uh, iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn. TazShow.com. Not even sure if that works right now. No. Exactly. No. Um, no. Okay. So we don't even know about that. Uh, MediaRadio.com. You're doing it over there. Maybe you're on the Facebook Live at uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So you could be watching the show right there. So, um, so that's there. I'm going to talk a little bit about Raw here. I, I didn't watch all of Raw, but I saw some of the uh, more important stuff. Uh, also some topics in wrestling. I believe we're going to have a PW Insider report here with Mike Johnson. Is that true? Um, uh, possibly. Well, it was promoted. Uh, is there a problem on our end? Uh, Skype maybe. Jones? Yes, Skype Jones. Okay. Mike's available. He's ready. Oh, he is. So if we can't do Skype, then we'll just get him on the, the phone. We can't do phone either. <laughs> okay. So, um, are you kidding me? The phones, no. The phones don't work. Yet. We're waiting on Verizon. Can you Not hear me today. Now? Can you hear me now? Dude. You know, I've having fun with this for like probably five months now. With the lack of ability of the people that work in this area, and your boy is about here with it. So I'm about to say, uh, "Thank you, say la vie." Okay, check me out with Taz and the Moose on uh, CBS Sports Radio, and I'll just do drop podcasts because if these people can't get this right, I'm gonna be gone. I'm just telling you that. Oh, open book Jones. Oh, Taz, you're being mean again. The producer, shut up. You guys know the drill here. I'm not attacking Seth. I'd love to, but I wish I could just attack him physically. That's the truth. <laughs> Working my ass off up in here. People can't get phones. We have no phones either. I wish you'd attack me too. Okay, stop. We'll get it. Fighting. Um, 
I just, I want to I want to have the Taz Palace in Long Island. Uh, you want to sue me? You're too, right. You want to turn to the KFJ sorry. compound, baby? <laughs> I can only imagine what you would have on that compound. Yes, Lord knows. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs. I could see a bunch of like donkeys, stagecoach. Oh, oh, old school, like yeah, the Amish, the homeland. You're just cheap. Whoa, whoa. Take no, that's easy. just how you are. That's nothing to do with anything else. You're just a cheap guy. I mean, hey, I got a lot of mouths to feed, my That's what I'm saying. You are a cheap, right? cheap bastard. I like this call. I like to say frugal. Mike Johnson, what's the story here? Okay, uh, uh, what Are we finding out if we're... We're finding out. Well, I apologize to Mike. If we can't have him on, I was looking forward to talking to Mike. So, I guess we can't. Uh, well, we might be able to, I should say. So, um, anyway. So, let me take a quick look over at the Facebook Live. Say hello to some of the bums over there. See how those people are doing. It's already lighting up like crazy. Uh, yes, bear with us. Uh, that's the wrong one. Okay. I don't even know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at something from last week. <laughs> I, you know why? Because I come from doing the other show, and I come here, and I'm like, scramble Jones. So then it takes you a few minutes to get my head right. Um, and then once I do, it'll be okay. Except my head is really stuffed right now. That's the uh, only real issue. So, yeah. So we got some people on the Facebook Live. Um we got uh, Dan Casper. Uh, we pulled out the old record. Record Sounds like when we hit the end of uh, a 45. I, what is he even talking about? I don't uh, even know what that means. I don't know. What uh, are you nuts? Oh, he wants what to, is that? He wants to hear your record scratch noise, I guess. I don't, what, what am I? I'm not a DJ. What, what, what you look, you kind of are. Rick Ross? I mean, what, <laughs> like Rick what, Ross. <laughs> what, what is that? I mean, really? You mean Rick D's? Rick Deese, that's funny. <laughs> I remember that guy. Disco Duck. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, God, just trying to get my head right here. Oh, are you kidding me? Before I move on, look at, why what? is this on the set? What? That. Pat did, Pat, I told you not to be sick of that shit. Pat, I told you not to put the lunchbox on the set. Don't want the money set. in the bank box gimmick on my set uh, anymore. I'm sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, you get to witness God me. Sometimes I have outbursts. I, I apologize. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. Damn it. Oh, here's a complaint. Thomas Carrera, <laughs> Facebook Live. Radio.com is good, but Facebook is choppy. Now Facebook oh. is shit in the bed. Yeah, well, talk to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, talk to yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You heard him. Talk to Mark Zuckerberg. All right, well. Now it's your, that's your fault. Ooh. Facebook's broken, right? Okay. Yeah, no, it destroyed Facebook. What is Tom Brady and his family going to do now? They lost the Super Bowl and they're not on Facebook. I digress. Some people get it, some don't. First ever women's elimination chamber, Bailey, Shasha Banks, Sasha Banks, easy for me to say, Mickey James, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, all compete against Alexa Bliss. I liked Alexa's promo last night with Kurt. They're going that route of, oh, what, it's okay for the male but not the female? What's up? I got to say, I she had a good point. I think she does have a great yeah. point, and I think it's cool. Seriously. Uh, I feel like I they blew it off, though. I felt like they had something good there. It's like, oh, this is cool. This is juicy. And then they kind of, let's ask the audience. No, I think they're going to, well, good point. I think yeah. they'll build off it. I hope so. Otherwise, that's a waste. You don't get that valuable mic time on Raw. But they, they've been doing that for weeks. They, they, they take things we talk about, like Sami Zayn getting the Royal Rumble. Different things they've been doing, and they've kind of wasted things. Like, they didn't make that's any true. sense. So This is true. I don't think they'll do that with this. This is like... Um, Kind of a hot button topic, you know what I mean? That's uh, true. So uh, I, I think it's the right thing. I think it's cool. I think they'll do it the right way. It won't be campy. It'll be done right. Uh, I do think they had Kurt kind of blow it off a little bit by exiting the audience. That was a little, that was a little kind of corny. 
Well, he can get if he, he. I think that was smart on Kurt's side because he can get fired for something like that in the real world. You know, right? right. Well, he's just so. re- reading what they're writing for him. So, yes. Um, but anyway, I, I'm looking forward to the elimination chamber uh, with all the women. The thing with this though. And I've talked about this a couple times. That Elimination Chamber is super heavy, super, super strong steel that can just damage your body. Um, you know, a female's body is a smaller body usually prototypically than a male, especially in the world of wrestling, um, even though these girls are tough and they're muscular girls and they're athletic, obviously. But it's different than a guy the size of Roman Reigns getting thrown into Elimination Chamber or, or you know, uh, Elias... Um, Who wants you know, to walk with Elias? Guys are big jacked up guys that their bodies are battle tested. Sometimes with a woman, even though, and it's not, I'm not trying to be sexist here, but sometimes with a woman, even though these girls are, like I said, awesome athletes and their bodies are battle tested, that steel, it's still just, I don't know. Maybe that's the old school in me. I don't know. I, mean, we, I think it's a cool concept for, for for the females, but I don't know. You talked about though that your body builds up a callus. I mean, you it does. told me that. You know, it does. It's even true. when uh, Jericho was on our show, like I, could, I was surprised how big he was. You know, because he doesn't. He's not known as one of the biggest it's not guys. Bigger than me. You're no, I didn't say he was bigger than you, but it's not. You no. Know, even like you know, even Finn Balor's not was bigger than me. Maybe, maybe I'm taller than him too. <laughs> maybe that's why Finn that's Balor. Right, Chris, I said I'm taller than you. Uh oh. Oh jeez. Okay. What are we saying now? Okay. I mean, that's why Finn Balor's not in Elimination Chamber. You know, it, it, you think I'm taller than Chris? Uh, look, I have a picture to prove it. Well, I don't know. Uh. He might have been wearing different type of boots. <laughs> I was wearing flip flops. <laughs> flip flop Jones in December. That's and you were squatting. Yes. Yeah. I always squat pitches because yeah. then they don't know how tall you really are. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know he's not tall, but is he that short? Well, he's squatting. Maybe he's six foot. Yeah, he's five <laughs> eleven. No, I think Chris actually is a little taller than me. Not much. Okay. What was your point, sir? I see, even like a guy like Finn Balor is not in the elimination chamber. You wonder if that's maybe one of the reasons because you know he's had injuries in the past. True, that I, dude. I'm just saying that because the the bar has been risen, uh, raised uh, is the right way to say it. I think um, with the elimination chamber, you got to bring the physicality to this thing. And you know, the women, if they want to get that same love and attention from the company and the fans, with elimination chamber and the stuff that the guys are doing, which they more than physically are capable of doing, they're probably going to have to get very physical. I mean the ladies in this match, so um, we'll see what happens uh, when it goes down. But um, I did like um, Alexis' promo. You didn't like her promo? No, I did. That's what I'm, I said. I liked it. I just I thought they kind of blew it off. I'm saying when uh, yeah, because oh, let me just ask the audience what they want. You know? Yeah, I don't. That was a little. I thought she was great. I thought she had a great point, and it was real. That's what you know. We talk about that. That's when when think when people are real, it comes through so much stronger. You know, it's like wow, she has a great point. Why? How come Brock doesn't have to go in the elimination chamber? Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Uh, and now we see uh, in the in the male side of it, Cena, uh, Strowman, Elias uh, will be in the chamber uh, for a chance uh, at the. No, what happened? Uh, what's his name? Uh, so I ended up conking out at the end because I was half no, dead. Roman and Miz. Roman are in, and Miz are in the chamber. Right, right. They, they had the the matches to get in. They had the three way at the end with Braun, Elias, and Cena, which it, for the winner gets to go in last. Uh, they get to go in last in the chamber. Their pot opens last, which. Why you pick why, those three why guys? You pick those guys? Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Come on, this is weird. I'm looking on WWE.com, and I just went to it when we were talking about the chamber, and I see Cena, I see Elias, and I see Strowman. Why they don't have? Unless uh, I'm reading this wrong. This is a elimination chamber. Strowman into the chamber for a chance at the Beast at WrestleMania. Interesting. I like the match too. Oh no, I do too. I think it's cool. I'm down. 
I'm down. I'm trying to think of some other topics. Uh, tell me if you get an update on Mike Johnson, by the way. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm trying to think of uh, another topic I want to discuss. Uh, oh. So, the announce booth. I don't think I got a chance last week at any point to talk about Coachman on the desk. Right? Did I, did I, did, I don't remember if we talked about that. Um, we did not. Maybe not. And there's a little more to that, too. No, I know. I yeah. know. I know. Um, I know the whole thing with Booker T and all that jazz. No, I know. And Corey Graves. I don't know the whole backstory of that and um, with Booker and Corey. I, you know, I've heard them on the air um, when it was a th- when they were doing that three-man booth. And I've heard some, a little tension back and forth. But I assumed it's a work and it's just Vince or Triple H playing the two guys against each other. But... There are a lot of things that are said at an announce desk that you don't take backstage. It's just it's part of business. You don't get mad. You just so who knows? Maybe these two guys had some personal issues. It seems like they might have, and it seems like Booker is kind of I don't know the full details, but was saying that he um, that Corey kind of had something to do with him being replaced by Coachman. He said he, he yeah. messed with his green. Yeah. So yeah. you know, but you've said in the past though, like you know, Booker is the most credible guy, one of the most credible guys in the business. Hall of Famer, world champion. If you're going to have a color commentator there. You got rid of JBL. You got to have somebody who's been to the dance. Book has been to the dance but, many times. You know, but Corey kind of acts like acts a little bit like he, you know, he's got that credibility and he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You know, and um, unfortunately for him, his career got cut short, but he does not have yeah. that credibility. And I do think Corey's talented and he's very good. He's a nice guy. A little bit I know him. I met him once, worked with him a little bit on that ECW thing we did, uh, the panel. Really nice guy, professional, um, seems very intelligent. Um, and you're right, it's a shame his career got sidelined due to injuries early, you know. Uh, but, no, you cannot compare the resume to Booker T to Corey or JBL to Corey or Jerry Lawler to Corey or I humbly say me to Corey or uh, Mick Foley. Who else was doing commentary? I'm trying to think, just naming he, different guys. He know? gets an incomplete. I mean, his career he didn't have a his yeah. career didn't even really get started. He yeah, really got so, started. So, so. He, so, But I think the issue is, um, <clears throat> Coachman coming back. I, I I like Coach personally. You know, he's been on my show. Uh, I like him as a person, and I think that he did really cool stuff in WWE for a long time, and was very talented. I also think he uh, had a great career at ESPN, and unfortunately for him, that got cut short. Um, he did some really excellent stuff at ESPN. I have to tell you, and I and I, I you know sometimes I gotta just you know I try to be as honest as I can here, and I don't want to. Um, Excuse me. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to say nothing bad about the guy. He's got a new gig there, being the third man on that raw booth with Michael Cole and Corey. I personally don't like the way it sounds. Um, it, it sounds old, and I'm not saying coach is old. I'm saying it sounds old. Just like people say to me all the time, "Ah, oh, God, I wish you're back doing color commentary." No, I don't wish I was back. I, first of all, I wish I had the time. I don't have the time. That's number one. Number two, no, my voice is old on there. You know, I, I, Michael Cole's been there a long time, but his voice has become galvanized with the product. That's a different story. Coach left for a long time. Yeah, think about it. Like, you know, the guys you worked with, you know, Cole's the only one left. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I, my thing is with Coach, it just sounds retro. And I don't, I'm not calling Coach old. I'm not saying he is old because he's not old. And he's very good. And he's very talented. It's just his cadence and the way he does commentary. And his style, the way this commentary, um, you know, it, it's cool, but it just reminds me of, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago. 
I keep thinking about what you said too, and, and when I watch, you got to develop talent. What in, are we doing in three in three man booth? It's just it's not. It's it's it sucks. It's nothing against not those natural. guys. It's you hard can't, for those guys. Like you and Cole, like you know, and Ugh. King Lowell, You guys just you pair up and you work together and you boom, boom, boom. And this you got to wait for that guy to talk, and then you don't know if it's your turn to talk Dude, yet. When they offered me this CBS Sports Radio job, right with, with Moose, right. So we're on every morning, as you guys know, right? So if it was going to be a three-person team, I probably would have respect, respectfully declined, unless it was for like a plethora of money. Because in radio, you'll see three people, te- three-persons teams, and it's very hard. It's very hard to get a chemistry and a rhythm, nevertheless, in wrestling. But WWE, as of a couple of years, several years, they, they like this, which is disappointing to me. Because I think the days of building a duo, like we saw with the greats of Bobby Heenan and, and, and Gorilla Monsoon. Will you stop? And like uh, J.R. and King, I mean, we can go on and on. Vince and Ventura and Randy Savage was, well, he was in the three-man team a little bit. That was a long time ago. Yep. Uh, like I said, King and, and, uh, King and uh, J.R. I feel that Michael Cole and I built a really good uh Duo, you know, you can even go back to NWA uh, with Gordon Soley and Roddy Piper's with Absolutely. Gordon Soley. It was great, very good point. Yeah. I just think those days with WWE, the commentary days of the duos, is gone. Um, I think partially it's because they don't want the announcers; to, they're not the stars, and I understand that, and I and I agree with it. Uh, so maybe they have a third voice for a third opinion. And um, so it sounds different, uh, it sounds a little busier, it sounds a little fuller. Um, that doesn't mean it's better. It, you're not building a chemistry. And I feel like Corey and Cole could have a good chemistry, and we've seen them work enough together. Um, Cole, look, Cole, we saw him with Nigel McGuinness when he did the UK gimmick a while back. Just Cole and McGuinness, and McGuinness was kind of on the greener side. And... They sounded great. I mean, Cole, I, I got to say, I mean, maybe I'm biased because he was my partner for a long time on air. He, you know, he he is a, a huge part of getting over commentators, and he's great at He's easy to get a chemistry with. I'm telling you that from experience. And him and I have called hundreds of shows, you know. So um, I could step in a studio with him and I right now and do a live show or a tape show right now. That chemistry doesn't leave, you know. So it's like J.R. and King, that chemistry – now, those guys, I know, are getting older, so it's a little different. I mean, I'm not getting older. <coughs> I'm not at all. Um, no, <laughs> this gray in my beard is a gimmick. It's a work. So I'm, I'm, I'm not getting older. Cole's getting older. He looks very old. I look young. Ouch. Yeah. So uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm working on my morning show here. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know what's going on with Corey Graves and, and, and Booker. You know, you know me. People know me. My first instinct is, oh, boy, it's a work. But this is not a work because neither of those guys are going to go wrestle each other. Um, I don't think it's a work one iota. Um, you know, I, I read some of the comments that Booker said, and, you know, he seems pretty hot, you know, so. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Now, WWE sees these comments, obviously. What do they do? Do they, they have a little sit down with Booker? And uh, like- um. Uh, before I get into that, people are saying audio issues still really bad. Where? On here? I, I guess people are going crazy in audio on Facebook, on Facebook Live. Maybe we got to do a little uh, reset, Jones. Maybe we go to break. 
Yeah, we can do that. And uh, Anthony, Ant, maybe Ant could do something in there? It's is, possible. Is Ant saying something to you? He's not saying anything to me. Okay. Why don't we go to break? And maybe we'll have Mike Johnson back uh, on, or on initially, and maybe we could fix what's going on with Facebook. People are saying go to radio.com. It works good there. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. This is just always a freaking problem. And I sincerely mean I'm sorry to you guys. Trust me, more than you know. Uh, let's go to break. We'll come right back, okay? We're back here. Wow, we are really just not doing a good job here from a production standpoint, guys. I apologize. It's Tuesday. Came back from that break. It's February 6, 2018. I'm a little mad. I'm not going to raise my voice at anyone and get angry like that. Those days are done. But um, I think we're on Facebook Live right now. I don't even know. So... Trying to figure it out. Uh, we're trying to figure everything out. Still trying to figure out if Mike Johnson's coming on. But hey, listen, support for the Tab Show comes directly from our friends at Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life. So Rock and Mortgage gives you that same exact level of confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. With Rock and Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully and mortgage confidently. So please do this, okay? To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. So there you have it. Sorry for my voice a little under the weather. If you had a problem on Facebook Live earlier and you want to hear that first segment, I highly urge you to go to iTunes um, and, uh, you know, um, listen to the podcast version of the show right there. Uh, so you could do that and just to get because I know the audio was choppy um, before oh, oh, any news on Mike Johnson dude no yeah I'm waiting for an update I'll, I'll break in yeah listen so here's the thing folks you know we've been through this movie before I, I think it's the could someone test the, I think the Facebook's working now I don't know I'll, I'll just see what the audience is saying some people are saying it's still choppy um, I don't know. Um, I have an update on Mike Johnson. His Skype crashed. Okay. Yes. So we're going to wait to see if he can uh, resuscitate yeah. it. So nothing's going right today, guys. This has happened before. Um, the audio is horrendous. People on Facebook Live. Okay, then don't listen to Facebook Live. Okay? So then we could just, if there's a problem with Facebook Live, then that's just. Is anybody okay on Facebook Live? It doesn't seem like that. It's even less people are lying, and I don't think these people would no. lie. I'm just saying, like some people might have issues, some people might not. You know, it's also about you know, are you connected on Wi-Fi? Are you doing over cell or cell service? It's never happened before. Uh, no, All right, I've been on Facebook Live a zillion times. I've never seen this happen before. True. Like this, uh, people are telling go to radio.com and listen there, and it works fine. So, um, some people are saying hey, restart your own Facebook Live and maybe it'll work better. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm done right now in this particular episode with Facebook Live. And honestly, um, they killed it. Okay. We're off so, to Facebook Live. So we're on radio.com now. Okay. 
right? Yep. <clears throat> so I promoted Facebook Live last night with my social media team, and I promoted Mike Johnson. And say something. Uh, you did. Why am I always the guy hung out to dry? You guys, it's not you. You're the, you're the talent. You, it's, you're it the talent. All the time. I know. And everybody walks around here with their head up their ass, and I'm the guy that this happens to. You know, I, I, this don't happen when I'm working on CBS Sports Radio. That I can assure you. That is true. Taz, it's unprofessional. You're calling out people that you work with. No. No, you're, you're calling people out because I've been dealing with this for a long time here. And I lie to my audience accidentally because I'm just being told we could get Mike in from a technical standpoint and we can't get Mike on. <clears throat> we could do Facebook Live, so I promote we're doing Facebook Live. And then we can't do Facebook Live, which comes out like shit. So I'm a little annoyed. Sorry I'm not being professional enough just to go rolling on with the show here. But it's Paul for the course. So it's disappointing. I pride myself on telling people the truth here and giving them real talk. And I've been doing that for a long time. And this is episode 523, and we can't get this shit right, bro. I understand. It's, Come on. it's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. For me as the front man, you're damn right it's embarrassing. It's awkward right now. And I hope you people hear the awkwardness. And if it bothers you, sorry. Listen to all the other podcasts where they bullshit you. Freaking tired, dude. Working my ass off. I just want to do do a good show. Cover straight, you know, just talk about wrestling. Because on my show with Moose, I don't. I mean, we can talk about wrestling. Sometimes we do, but I just want it to work technically. You know, I'm just, I'm just, it's really annoying me. And I'm at the point where. You're not asking too much. No, I know, dude. I'm just, and it doesn't help that I don't feel good. So I'm even crankier. But, you know, and I've been here all day working, you know, and I'm at a point where I'm not, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I, I might just drop three podcasts a week, uh, the Taz Show, until these people can get their shit together. Because I don't care anymore. I'm tired of this, man. And everybody hides behind walls. Everybody. And I'm the guy, everybody hides on social media. Everybody hides, and I'm out here. I'm tired. I, I'm tired of being out here, and nobody else comes out. Now, you should be able to come in here and plug and play. You're damn right. You shouldn't have to worry about this stuff. I agree. I apologize to anybody that is feeling very, I don't know, shooken by what I'm saying. You know, toughen up. How about that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think you're. Yeah. I don't think you're being too harsh. Ah, it's just. I did want to talk to Mike Johnson. Uh, I know there was a topic you and I were texting about the other day. Let's move on here. Yes, please. Um, about uh, Sabu, right? So Sabu, and without getting too much detail, give me the overview because I want to talk about this a little bit. Uh, there's a little wrestling uh, Twitter thing going on. One guy came in and there's a picture of the Sheik and Abdullah and someone says something and this guy came in saying, well, basically take away all the violence and they're just two bland, atrocious wrestlers. Yeah, it's horrible. It's so, so stupid and disrespectful right, to say something like To that. which Sabu laid into him. And he, but he also, Sabu made a great point. He's like, there are workers, yeah, and they drew money. Like yeah. so, you, my question to you is: Does it matter how you get over with the fans as long as you do? I mean, isn't they, that what they, the, they it's they a business, draw, right? They, they drew truckloads of money, <laughs> right? <laughs> All over guys the world. Didn't just draw money. They drew truckloads of money. All so, over the world, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, no, that's someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. Sabu, um, 
I can tell you this from experience, loved his uncle, the the you know the original Sheik, you know like it was his own dad. I mean he was very close. The original Sheik broke in Sabu, broke in Rob Van Dam. You know, um, I've had the opportunity once me and Kevin Sullivan in a tag match against Sheik and Sabu in Philly, and ECW worked with Sheik. I mean, um, look man, if anybody thinks that guys like Abdullah or the Sheik or anybody that did gory stuff back in the day aren't true wrestlers and workers that you're out of your mind out of your mind they're hall of famers too on top of guys can exchange holes with you i mean when they were in their prime not obviously you know those guys could exchange holes with you and work with you they weren't just what they came off as if you think that it shows you are a true mark marks are people that are worked and if you look at that and think they're just two guys that had knives and razor blades and you just think that's what they are, then you are a mark, straight mark. And that's a fact. So those guys are legends, and those guys are respected, and they've been respected in locker rooms worldwide by, by their peers for good reason. And, and, and it's disrespectful for anyone to think that, in my view, uh, and obviously Sabu's view also. It also made me think about the point you made where everybody's kind of the same at some point. It's, you've got to stand out. You've got to do something different. You know, and those guys were very original, very unique and different. And would you rather do a 450 splash in a high school in front of 175 people or you'd rather be brawling all through Japan in front of 20,000 no, people? Some people love the 450 in the high school and there's nothing wrong with that. I, That's I'm, just, all good. I, I'm saying you, want, you, you guys are in this business to make money too. Like it's a, you're making a living. And like a lot of you guys, you, a lot of you guys are eating raw potatoes and tuna fish cans trying to make it up, up in this business, trying to build your way to-, to Pickles to, and bread. Right. There you go. That's what I enjoyed. Mayonnaise packets. Um, <laughs> is that true? Is that yeah, shoot? True. As you true say? as they call it in the business. Um, <laughs> but um, I've always talked about when you go into the ice cream shop, or whatever it is, 75 flavors. You don't just want chocolate and strawberry or vanilla and strawberry. You, you need options. And many years ago, during that era, I know in the era I was coming up, Guys like Bruiser Brody, guys like Abdullah the Butcher, guys like the original Sheik, you know, uh, guys like Hulk Hogan, guys like Randy Savage, you know, they were all different styles and different types of talents. And they all made a lot of money because they were all really talented and they all filled a void that the other guy didn't fill. We don't have that today, guys. We don't have that today. As wrestling fans, and I am stereotyping a lot of talent, which is unfair to do, and I don't normally like that, but as a whole, if you just watch the WWE product, you're getting a lot of the same. You can make the argument, that's why Braun is so popular, because there's nothing like Braun. I mean, he's... Right, and he's a throwback. If you go back to the Warlord days and those guys, and, you know, big, massive, strong guy that's athletic. A lot of the guys today, it's just cookie-coated. The girls, too. And And it's not their fault. I'm not dissing the wrestlers. It's the company. What's the problem with that? Same problem I've talked about many times. When everyone's getting polished and trained in the same spot in Orlando by the same people, you're going to get a lot of cookie-cutter people. That wasn't like that back in Abby's day and back in Sheik's day. These guys were learning on the road. These guys were all over the world learning on the road constantly, getting better on the road constantly. Do your homework Learn your history. Um, men like Abdullah and the original Sheik would walk into an arena to wrestle or work or whatever you want to call it, perform. And people were terrified of them. 
terrified. Okay, the original sheik threw f- a fire at me. <laughs> I didn't even know how he even did. Like, I just got hit with a fireball. Like, I know we had a quick chatter about the match. Like, I, I don't remember. I, you know, all of a sudden, it's just fire. I'm like, well, it's coming at, it's hitting me on my back now, and it really is hot. Like, this is not a work. Like, but this is. These guys were unpredictable guys. Like he threw know? fire at me. Yeah, it's just like, you know. There's nothing fake about fire. No. So the thing is, there was so much ad-libbing and so much true performing and feeling the audience, and it's such a lost art now. Yeah, I know it's a much bigger industry now, obviously. It's making more money, and the talent's safer, and and that's all good and true. But I'm just telling you, those guys from yesteryear like that, You'd be hard-pressed to find talent that walks in an arena today and people are legitimately terrified of them. Like if they're going to walk through the crowd, people are going to run from them. The Sheik was able to do that. Abdullah was able to do that. Stan Hansen was able to do that. Bruiser Brody was able to do that. Uh, Actually, before those guys, Freddie Blassie. Freddie Blassie, oh my God. He used yeah. to file his teeth. Yeah, with, with a, what do you call it? The, um, the nail file. Nail file, yeah. Yeah, and like he's yeah. making guys, in Japan they'd run from him, they thought he was a vampire. You don't know. It's a totally different animal now. So if you're going to disrespect those legends uh, like that, you, you really got to be someone who's just trolling to really troll or someone who's just clueless. I don't know, you know, you got you can't that's just dumb. That's, that's why I think dumb. you know it, it's great that Sabu, you know, made that point and we're talking about it now, but at the same time, you know, I think you and I've talked offline too. It's like don't don't even give these guys the time of day cuz they're they're just like you just said they're trolls and they're they're marks and they're just that's all they're looking for is, is to get a response that makes their day. Oh, look, so Sabu answered me. Yeah. It's like get a life. Yeah, I know. I mean, Listen, people are entitled to their opinion. You know, I'm not saying you. You can be respectful to, with your b- opinion, correct, though, correct. too. That's exactly right, and that's that's the key right there. Respect. You guys earn the respect. That's what we're talking about, you know? we're talking about right here. Up in here. That's and, what we're talking about. Up and those here. guys are in the, uh, the Sheik and Abdul. They earn the respect. They're Hall oh, of Famers. They made dude. a ton of money back in the day when tickets were ten bucks. They were making lots of money. I'm telling you right now, those guys were making bank. Those guys were drawing bank. I am telling you that straight up, dude. Crazy, crazy, for so, a long, about long period of time too. The whole decade of the seventies, at least, and probably into into the mid eighties as well. And even and back, most of yeah. those companies, as you know, that these guys were wrestling for were uh, regional regional promotions for the most part. They didn't have that massive penetration like WWE has or WCW had back in the day. Well, Sheik, Sheik was a promoter, right, in Michigan. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he was definitely was. Yeah, so you know. So anyway, uh, give some respect, guys, to the guys of, of yesteryear that, that truly have earned it. And those two men are legends, and Abdullah and Original Sheik, and they drew fear, and they drew money, and they knew what they were doing. Sab was right, trust me. Back real quick here to the conversation we were having before we had these audio issues on Facebook about, um, about uh, Jonathan Coachman. So, <coughs> sorry, I just like I was saying, I, I really feel that Coach, he's not an old guy, and he's not—he's very talented, but his voice just reminds me of, you know, when Sunday Night Heat was on and when Velocity was on, you know, for those historians of wrestling of WWE. You know, it just reminds me of—it's—why why, why are you guys not developing new talent? You know, um, new commentators— 
wrestlers. You know, uh, give me somebody in that booth who's who's got their seat legs under them as a wrestler. You know, really. I mean, I know you know Samoa Joe did a little commentary on whatever show it was. Uh, did a great job. NXT, a, right? Yeah, like the pre-show to NXT. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not surprised he did a good job. But and, and also he's was, still in his prime, though. He's still wrestling, you know? Yep, and I thought uh, when he was in the company, they used Austin Aries a little bit, and I thought he was great. Yeah, well, CM Punk was great. Yep. CM Punk did a great job, you know? So, uh, but, you know, Austin Aries are really good. Um, but Aries, as we know, wants to go in there and wrestle, but, and, and he should. The money's in wrestling. You know, you, you got to develop guys that there's enough guys there that you could have developed, you know, and and teach them how to do this. I, you know, I. it's a hard job. It really is. It's a hard job. It's a lot harder. I told the story a long time ago about The Rock. And when I was just getting my stuff together as a commentator on SmackDown, and I told this on one of the Taz shows in the past. The Rock said to me, uh, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but he's like, dude, he goes, you know, I, this is like a crazy, scary job you're doing here. Like, I, I'm like, bro, you're one of the best talkers in the business. What are you talking about? You know, he goes, no, but this is different. I can't do this. Like, this is, the, and, and he's right. It is, I'm not saying he can't do it, but it is a different job than cutting a promo or cutting a promo backstage. Doing commentary is a completely different animal. It's not as easy as people say. And you're going two hours, man. It's like those guys come in, they get their spot, and they come and go. And they can relax, they can well, prepare. you're right. And mm. if, if it's The Rock and he's in an angle with Kane, I don't know, whoever, and he's doing a match, he's doing commentary on a Kane match with me and Michael Cole, he has an agenda as a commentator in that match. He's a guest commentator. It's easy. He has a topic. The topic is Kane. So he can focus on Kane. I'm just giving an example. In well, char- he's in character. In character. Yeah. But when you got to sit there for two, three hours, you, you got to get everybody else over. And you got a voice in your ear. Yeah. yeah. So Booker T, I feel, should still be on that team now. You know, and some of the, the goofy stuff Booker did on air was not his fault. You know, I think a lot of that he was produced that way. Um, again, I don't know what the deal is with, with him and, and Corey. Uh, now, you asked me before, and I didn't answer you. Uh, will WWE um, sit down with Booker? Because they said they're still going to use him for pre-shows and stuff like that. They said he's yeah. still going to be around. I wouldn't be surprised if someone reached out to Booker just to have a conversation and say, yo, dude, what's up? You know, I, I could see maybe Triple H doing that, like everything all right, you know? Maybe Triple H had to, I'm sorry, maybe uh, Booker had to get some stuff off his chest. I mean, you know, Triple H respects Booker, you know, so... Um, I think Corey tweeted something else about some like some subtle about the. I checked. That. I didn't see. Yeah, Corey, it's Corey's about the yet. the art of war. Or so, I don't know. It was. Something. He's putting gas on that fire, or no? Yeah, he's trying to, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He's he's an imbecile if he does yeah, that. I don't know. I'm surprised he did that. Yeah. But I understand that he's just trying to you know stand up for himself. But you know, and the guy works in the company. I think if Booker wasn't in the company, maybe he wouldn't have said nothing. Um, only because you are working together, so you got to see something. If let's say Booker was in the company, then I could see Corey completely ignoring him. But whatever, I, I, I'm not getting or, in the middle of people's fights. Or are they working all of us? I don't see the uh, I don't see the payoff. I don't see the end game. Uh, you know, Corey can't wrestle. Um, Booker's not wrestling anymore. Well, I mean, he looks like he's in good shape still. But I'm just saying, I don't see the. I, I don't. He said, "Thus, the expert in battle moves the enemy and is not moved by him." From Sun Tzu, yes. All right, so, I mean, so what do you want to, that's pretty easy to figure out what he's saying there. 
So he's I, not I backing down. Right? Nah, mm-hmm. that's not it. That's not what he's saying. He's saying it sounds like he's saying what I take from that quote from Senzu that you remove someone that you're battling with before they remove you. It's pretty simple what Corey's saying. Okay. You know? So uh, I guess he's implying or saying that maybe Booker was trying <laughs> to get him out. Uh, it's, it's just when you read the answers, you know, somebody says, don't, so what don't, you, Yeah, don't, don't read yeah. the answers. No, no it's just like, you know, what are you going to do when you see him in the street, okay. you know? So, yeah, so. yeah, I know. But yeah. you, you do that, you're, you're a fanboy. Once yeah. you, you, Seth. Yes. Once you start doing that, I can't allow right. it. Then, then, then I'll just, you know, then I just got to walk out of here. Okay. So uh, I'm about to, my head's about to explode. I'm about to vomit all over myself. So it doesn't matter. Um, so, but anyway, the thing with um, with this, I think both guys uh, are pros, and hopefully they work it out offline and have a phone call conversation. Maybe they did already, meaning Corey and Booker. Um, if they are working everybody and they're going to do some kind of business together, then that's cool. I'm hooked. I'm in. I don't think that's the case. Uh, just just what I'm saying. Just what I'm what hearing in the way it's going down. It doesn't seem like that's the case. You know what I mean? So, uh, so that's the deal. Um, I'm sorry about Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. I really am. And I'm sorry to Mike Johnson. So please, if you guys get a chance, send him a tweet and tell him I said sorry. I'll text him later. Um, you know, it's rare that that happens. Uh, I got to tell you guys the truth, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know on Thursday what you're going to get from me here. So you might not get a live show. You'll get a podcast if you don't get a live show. Because I can't keep doing what I'm doing here. I can't keep promoting something and then it falls flat. And it's not my fault. And Seth, I know it's not your fault. But well, I work here so I can take you know, I know. And I can take responsibility you know, for it. If I just, you know, some people might think, oh, there's not enough respect for your show, Taz. Well, you shouldn't talk, folks, like that because you don't know what goes on behind the scenes here. There's a lot of, without getting too much detail because it's no one's business and I'm not really allowed to say, there's a lot of changing of uh Guard, at, for lack of better terms, of different things in different departments in the company. Yeah, I know it's the new year's past us. It's 2018. It's February, but it's still early February, and some changes take time. And I, I'm, I don't regret the fact that we went live a couple of weeks ago here, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Of course, I was told flat out from these digital people that we could do it. Well, they were wrong. We can't do it. There's a lot of tech issues, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't get in the middle of it. I ain't got time for that shit. I really don't. I'm tired, <laughs> and I'm not dealing with it. I'm not. I do enough, and I'm not patting myself on my own back, but really, some other people need to have accountability around here and own stuff, and they don't, and you know what? I don't care, and if my boss gets mad at me, no problem. You got my number. Call me. Um, Mike Johnson's obviously listening, so he said no apologies needed or necessary tasks. Um, He's here to help, man. Uh, no, nah, you know, I know. So, ah. yeah, I wore this shirt for you. Yeah, thanks. Seth. Yeah, yeah, thanks. A uh, new Taz shirt. Yeah, dilly dilly. dilly. It's a dilly dilly. Yeah, yeah. dilly dilly. Yeah. You guys, show the shirt so we, you know can let people know they can uh, get this shirt. Don't 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 just this. It's yeah. Okay. Pro Wrestling Tees, you can go there and get a Dilly Dilly shirt. <laughs> Nerd! Yeah, Pro Wrestling Tees, you could do that. What would Francesca do if this was going to... Could you imagine? He'd, Put my mic on! What would happen? He'd walk out. The legendary Mike Francesca. He'd walk out. He'd go into someone else's studio, pick them up by the lapels, 
hang them on the door and take their studio. Think I should do that? Yeah. That'd be awesome. What do you mean no? <laughs> no, I should do that. Just grab someone in the oldie station next door and just... Yeah. You guys want to listen to Tash or go to 101.1, CBS FM on radio.com. Yeah, check oh, it out. God. We're going to go take over. Yeah, my boss would call the NYPD, Mr. Pimento, like, You can't go in the studio. This isn't pro wrestling, Taz. This is radio business. Professionals over here. I still be good. You know, ESPN has those great commercial skits with the athletes in the office. That'd be wow. We're just no one cares. What are you talking about, Sam? I'm saying it'd be great to, you know, oh, film you do ESPN that. ESPN did that 20 years ago, bro. They don't do that anymore. A little bit. Once in a while, I'll throw something in there. Talk about the thing with the, the athletes in the, in the office? Yeah. I like I sneezed on the air today, bro. I was on uh, Taz and the Moose. You uh, did. You sne- you loud. I know. It's like, you know, you sneeze like a man, though. A manly sneeze. And I had my mic off, too. But it was loud. I don't know what that was. What, but, uh, yeah, it was loud. That was your sneeze. Oh man! Listen, it, it was Fox. great to hear you guys' conversation. You talked like for fifteen minutes about sneezes. It was awesome. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> I did not want to talk about sneezes for fifteen minutes. And it wasn't fifteen minutes; more like eight minutes. <laughs> Excuse but I gave me. You drift. That's why you guys, don't, you guys, yeah. Every time I see you, you make a sarcastic shot at my partner and I, the Moose. That's why not do true. You do that? I love you guys. I'm listening. Jealous? I'm, I'm listening. I am jealous. You want to be the producer? No, I want to be Taz and the. Should t- I fire Mikey B? I want to be Taz and the Seth. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the <laughs> goal. Your goal is to be on air talent. I mean, of course. You know that. Lord knows you have no ability as a producer or a showrunner. Why don't you tell us something we don't know? That's it. Well, no. at least you're not offended. Um, no, I'm so. not offended. No, I'm awesome. Right, of course. Yes. Uh, yeah. I keep that positive mindset, guy. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Well, now I got to just try and uh, I got this congestion issue. I got problems. I got to fix this. Elderberry. What is that? It's a, it's a syrup. It's a, it helps fight the flu and cold. It's really good for you. Where do you get it? You can get it at uh, Whole Foods. You got a Whole Foods by you? No. No, you can order it on the, the Amazon with the uh, the Mr. Bezos. Yeah. He's a trillionaire. It's called yeah. Elderberry. Elderberry. What is that, a liquid? It's a, from a fruit. There's an elderberry fruit, and they make a syrup out of it. I'm going to shit my pants. It. I'm going to shit all over myself. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, you might, but it won't be because of the elderberry. Yeah. yeah. Do you need a bucket in here? Pack it a bucket. I don't want to use your team near me. <laughs> so when they hear this right now, when I wrap this show up, don't come in here. Let me leave, then come in here. I'm okay. not kidding. Guys, don't come in. Tell them. I'm not kidding. I just did. I'm not kidding. All right. Tireless. No problem. Uh, well. Anyway. I, I just feel bad. I do. It's not on you, man. Nah, it's just messed up. It's messed up. I got my new hat, free hat they gave me. See that hat? Wow, that's sharp. Who came up with that logo, man? It's beautiful. I don't know. Not me. CBS, CBS Sports, Sports Radio hat. Radio. They gave me a hat when I signed my contract. I'm like, oh, how about a bonus, homeboy? No. Buy a hat. So You can't buy this hat, though. No? No, you can't get this nowhere. This is just for talent. Talent only. You know players only, like the NBA and the NFL? Yeah. Town only, bro. That's how, this, that's how we roll down there. That's pretty cool. Me and my boys, Tiki Tierney, my friend Jim Rome, all of us. We all kind of, we Bill Ryder, we're all, you know. The G- Moose. You know, the Moose. Big shots, you know what I mean? Yep. Try my best. Try my best here from a technical standpoint. 
Fought in church, ladies and gentlemen. Fought in church. So, uh, so that's the deal. So, no MJ. Talked a little bit about Raw. I, I, I got annoyed. I, I didn't want to talk about more of Raw. I don't. I just don't. We talked a lot about uh, the Sabu situation that he was talking about, about Abdullah and uh, Original Sheik. Jonathan Coachman. We talked about. Um, we talked about uh, Corey Graves, Booker T. You know, I think they're good topics. Do you? I think so. I agree with you. So on that note, guys, I don't know what's going to happen Thursday, and you know, you'll get a throwback snack Friday. But Thursday we'll do something. It's either going to be a podcast or a live show. If these people over here can't fix this live gimmick, it's not happening. I apologize for all the tech issues today. Um, and uh, if you're listening live, you missed the first segment. Go listen to it on iTunes, uh, the podcast, or something like that. All right? And that's done. All right? All right, guys, listen. Uh, I'm Taz for Seth and everybody else. We are out. Thank you, guys. And, uh, yes, I do hope I feel better. Thanks, Seth. I right, see you.